afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday, one day before the Green Bay Packers return to the football field to take on the Cincinnati Bengals for their first preseason action of the 2023 season. I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. Green Bay Packers football is almost back. I'm so thrilled to be sharing it with Packers fans worldwide each and every week throughout the regular season, we'll be having our watch parties. I hope you join Corey and I in some capacity throughout the year. Uh, but Friday night, tomorrow night, I'll be watching live with Matt Ramage at Stadium View here in Green Bay. If you're in the Green Bay area, please stop by, have a beer, watch some Packers football. We'll talk football. We'll talk everything green and gold. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I'll be paying attention to a handful of players, a handful of certain players, and uh Looking for very specific things, but before I dive into that, let me uh, give a shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers live and in person this year, utilize Ticket King. Go to Cheesehead TV, either our website or our app. On our schedule, you will find individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason, regular season. Hell, you could get a ticket for tomorrow night's game if you want at Ticket King through Cheesehead TV. Don't use one of these national companies like Ticketmaster or StubHub. Use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they got a spot right across from Lambeau Field on Oneida Street. Or you can use a link in the description of this video. So many different ways for you to get to Ticket King. Do it, people. If you want to watch the Packers, that's the way you want to go. The other way you want to go, you know what it is. You want to watch these games with the official 2023 yearbook right next to you as the game is going on. You want to go to PackersYearbook.com and use promo code CHTV. For 10% off. That's PackersYearbook.com and promo code CHTV for 10% off. Do it, folks. So much great content in the Packers Yearbook each and every year. This year is no exception. You want to get your copy post-haste. Um, yes, so I'm basically going to highlight four guys that I'm going to have my eye on specifically tomorrow night. Um, and there's no telling. You know, Sometimes in the flow of the game, substitution patterns, things like that, some guys get more run than others. Some guys are almost, you know, a, a, an afterthought. Maybe they don't get in until like the second half or the fourth quarter and you barely get a look, especially early in the preseason. But these are four guys that I think we'll see a decent amount of tomorrow night. And, you know, there are a few things for each of them that I'm going to be looking for. Uh, and you eagle-eyed viewers have probably already guessed who number one is, our cover boy our, on our thumbnail here. It's second-year offensive lineman Sean Ryan. Uh, you guys, I don't have to tell you, you're all diehards. Very rough rookie campaign for Sean. Did not have a very good training camp last year. In, fa in fact, I'd go so far as to say he had a very disappointing training camp last, last season. And then followed up basically by never being active throughout most, most, a lot of the season. And then was suspended for six games to end the year. Um, clearly needed a reset, so to speak. And it seems, at first blush that he certainly has done so. And it, it, uh, you guys know I've talked about him quite a bit here on Daily already throughout the start of camp. He looks like a completely different player, and he looks like a different person. Uh, the former third-round pick adopted a new approach to weight training this offseason and ran across California beaches for cardio purposes, and he cleaned up his diet. He also stopped eating after 8 p.m. to boost metabolism and reduce glucose levels. I mean, this is a guy becoming a pro. Right, a guy understanding what an opportunity he has and realizing he did not take, not even close to full advantage, his rookie year. So I'm 
I've been very impressed with the results after this offseason. Uh, he's been noticeably, noticeably better this summer to the point where it looks like a completely different player. I'm very anxious to see how he looks against the Bengals and how much run he gets. What's the competition level across from him? I do think he'll probably be in there with the twos and threes. But, man, the more tape we get on this kid, the better. Uh, again, he's not, nothing is close to written out, right? Nothing is, he, I'm not saying he's arrived, but he's certainly ready, at least at first blush, so far what we've seen in training camp, to compete and really be, hopefully, a piece of depth for this offensive line that could certainly use it along the interior. Um, the next guy I, I'm definitely going to have my eye on, and I'm sure a lot of people will, is the rookie defensive back corner, Carrington Valentine. Uh, Valentine started outside corner in team drills in place of Jair Alexander not only yesterday during the joint practice with the Bengals, but has done so a couple times already uh, this week and late last for Jair Alexander, you know, which would lead one to believe that we're going to see him out there quite a bit, at least early on on Friday night. Uh, would probably suggest that Jair won't be suiting up uh, for the Bengals game, which is fine by me. Uh, we've really seen him, his suddenness, the ball skills, his see ball, get ball mentality. He's had a number of really impressive plays. Now, the next step is to carry over these promising practices into extended game action on Friday night against a Bengals team that has a deep, talented receiving core. And I, I'm not expecting Jamar Chase to be out there, but I do think you're going to see, you know, some top flight competition that he is going to be able to compete against down in, down out for however long he's in there. I'm excited for this rookie. Excited to see him take that next step uh, tomorrow night. Uh, next up, it's a fullback, people. That's right, it's Henry Pearson. The Packers have gone without a true fullback on the roster for the last few years. But Pearson, the undrafted rookie out of Appalachian State, looks like he has a chance to stick. He's actually been pretty involved in the passing game, uh, in the practices I've seen anyway, and reportedly had a big-time reception yesterday against the Bengals. Uh, the key here is how much work he gets on special teams. If we see him on a few different coverage units and maybe some protection thing units on Friday night, he probably has a good shot at cracking this roster. And yes, he has to deliver when he's asked to as far as teams and from scrimmage and whether it's blocking, whether it is in the passing game, whether it's pass pro, all those things from scrimmage, clearly he must do that at a high level. But the key, I would suspect, is how much do we see him on teams and where on teams is he and which unit is he with? Is he out there with the first kind of unit on any of those special teams? Then he's probably cooking with gas as far as possibly finding a way onto the 53-man roster. Now, there's a long way to go, but a good showing tomorrow night on teams would probably, like I said, be a big, big first step towards his becoming the first fullback on the roster in, you know, several years. Uh, and then finally, last guy I'm going to highlight, you maybe didn't have on your bingo card, but it's uh, the punter, Daniel Whelan. Uh, the 2022 undrafted free agent, uh, was he was an undrafted free agent for the Saints. He spent last season with the XFL. And so far, from what I've seen in Packers camp, he has been absolutely outstanding, hitting incredible punts with regularity. I'm interested to see how much run he gets as a holder on field goals and extra points. Do they utilize him in that regard? Also, and this is pretty important, obviously, it's one thing to boom kicks in practice when things are pretty much half speed for the most part. It's a whole other thing to do it live with, with real pressure and against a live rush. A good performance Friday night for Wheeling, uh, both you know possibly 
uh, as a holder, but then especially as a punter with a live rush, could make things really interesting for the Packers because he has been dynamite when it comes to kicking the football. So those are my four guys that I'm going to have a, a particular eye on tomorrow night. And, of course, there's plenty of others that I'll be watching. I mean, Kingsley and Ibarre leaps to mind, a guy who, whose game I really like, but we've not seen a ton out of him so far in camp um, from either the practices that I've been at or even before I arrived. We just haven't heard his name a whole lot. So I'm, I'm interested to see how much he's out there and what he can do once now things will be live and you can actually get after a quarterback. Um, obviously, Jordan Love will be watching every snap, living and dying just like everybody else in uh, Packer fandom. Uh, there's a bunch of those, like obvious ones, right? I just wanted to highlight a, a number of guys that um, probably, again, probably won't be even talked about that much. But I want to see how they do, what situations they're put in, and how they deliver and how they respond to these game this game atmosphere you know the intensity will kick up a little bit and it's always fascinating to see how guys respond another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That said, I want to say hello to everybody in the comments section. Look, everybody chatting it up. What's up, everybody? Hope you're all doing well. We've got a number of super chats right out the gate. How you doing, Luke? Thanks for hanging out, buddy. Good afternoon, Nags. What tight ends do Musgrave and Kraft remind you of? Uh, I don't know if people are going to enjoy this comparison, uh, but for Musgrave, I see Jimmy Graham. And it's funny because I know Jimmy's time in Green Bay was less than – Stellar. Probably most Packers fans don't remember it with much fondness. But if you dial it back and go back to his time with the Saints when he was putting up monster numbers, that's what I see. And I, I you know, obviously the the where the comparison falls apart is the the pure athleticism in the red zone, being able to jump ball, go get it over a guy, sky over a dude like Moss, etc. He's not that. But the way they're utilizing him and the way his speed creates a mismatch and he becomes like this really important chess piece or has the ability to be, that's where my mind goes every time, like the way the Saints used to use Jimmy Graham. Um, of course, the problem, and, you know, it's not insignificant, one of the reasons that the Saints gave, you know, on background, I mean, they didn't trumpet this in a press release or anything, but one of the problems that, you know, the Saints ended up having with Jimmy was – it was such a tell when he was out there. And I think the Packers kind of experienced this when he was here in Green Bay. You know, defensive coordinators, as far as, like, matching personnel and trying to, under, like, trying to guess w what maybe plays or sequences or route concepts were coming. When Jimmy was out there, it sure wasn't, oh, we're going to line it up and smash mouth football. We're not going to run it. We're not going to, like, definitely not going to run behind Jimmy. 
Um, so it became a bit of kind of a one-dimensional chess piece. And I do think that's a part of Musgrave's game that has to improve as far as his ability in line, uh, his ability to take on those defensive ends, to be able to not be a tell. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, they are lining him up all over the place. They're utilizing him in motion, bunch sets. Uh, they're, they're doing rubs for him. They're doing mesh, all sorts of fun stuff to get him out in space and let him utilize that speed. And I'm, I'm excited for it. They're definitely happy for it. As far as craft, I mean, I don't, I don't haven't, haven't had a really long, good look at him yet. He did miss some time with an injury when I first got here, and then, um, other than that, I, you know, when he has been back out there, but I haven't really had a chance to watch him too much. So I can't say that there would be a fair comparison anywhere in my, in my brain at the moment. Jeff, thanks for the super chat, man. Check into a bubble screen at the three yard line. Let me beat Soder to the punchline. Run the damn ball. It's a learning moment, Jeff. Now, be be nice. Now, and also, also, da, 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 da. point of order, sir. He's not checking into it. It is part of the play. It is an option to utilize if he thinks they can take advantage. And also, he was very diplomatic about it, he being Jordan Love, when he was talking about that play. He did put out there, though, I think we got to block that up a little bit better. Because if it is blocked better up front, Hilton can't make the play he made on the football. And that's kind of what he's alluding to. Um but to your point, he also did say, I just got to hand it off there. You know, so I'd much, and I indicated this on Twitter yesterday, I would much rather have him make that mistake or make, you know, that kind of have that teachable moment in yesterday's practice rather than week one at Soldier Field. I'm all about it. All about that life. Vex, thanks for the super chat, man. What time will you be at Stadium View? I should stop by and finally meet someone I love to watch. Thanks, Vex. Um... I actually have to talk to Ramage tonight. We're going to get our ducks in a, in a row as far as when we'll arrive. I'm guessing like shortly before kickoff. I'm not going to be hanging out too long before the game starts. But, you know, probably I would kick the uh, 7 central. So probably like I'd be there at 6.30, 6.45, somewhere around there. So when I'll get there, depending on what's going on uh, with work and everything. Uh, Menace, thanks to Super Chat, man. Most surprising Green Bay camp cut you can remember. Oh, it's not. I mean, it's Josh Sitton, right? It's not even close. I mean, what's weird is that, like, I remember the Josh Sitton stuff kind of percolating behind the scenes. I knew there was tension there, but I didn't think in a million years Ted was just going to cut the guy. I'll never forget walking across Times Square. I was on my way to the studio when it happened, and my phone was blowing up. And I just I – I stood in one of those islands in Times Square where, the, you know, the, you got the traffic uptown, downtown, whatever, and I stood there like – a moment in time, like I was just staring at my phone in disbelief. I, I, that's a hard one to beat. I think most people remember that. You know, and probably remember where they were when it happened, when they found out about it. That, it. that that was a very surreal moment, no doubt. Quinn, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, really want big things from Jaden Reed. I think you're going to get him. I know it's interesting because. We see a lot of these clips and Jordan's hitting uh, Watson and or Dobbs on some of these long kind of go routes, right? I do not doubt for a moment that you're going to see things drawn up for Jaden Reed come week one that we do not even get a glimpse of here in, in installs or any of the preseason games, but it's coming. He's too good an athlete. He's too uh, explosive for them to not utilize it. Um, I don't think it's going to be you know, I, it's going to be something they, 
like lean on every other play or anything like that. I don't think they're going to force feed him the ball, but uh, he's a weapon, and he he will be utilized. There's zero doubt about that. Uh, Brody, thanks for the super chat, man. The think we'll see more wide receiver design runs this year. Wide receiver runs. I don't know. I mean, if you mean like the jet sweep stuff, like Watson went for the TD against the Bears last year, that kind of thing, maybe. I, I don't think you'll see a noticeable huge uptick, although I do think one of the things we were just talking about with Jaden Reed, I definitely think you'll see him utilized in that regard, uh, you know, a f- more than a few times. Um, but outside of that, unless you're talking like – if you're talking like lining a wide receiver up in the backfield or something like that and utilizing him in the run game – I don't see a ton of that happening, but I do think, yeah, you'll you'll see those wide receivers get on get on the edge on some of that orbit motion, uh, pre-snap stuff that will get the ball in their hand and let them go to work because there's a lot of speed there. You want to utilize it. TKM, thanks for joining the Carry the G Club, buddy. Haven't seen you in forever. Hope you're doing well. Really appreciate the support, man. Go pack, go. Damn, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, I just came out of surgery, and I got to wear my Packers, uh, I can't read what it says, shirt, the, the whole process. The doctor intercepted my gallbladder. Reminder, the bear can still eat on moldy pizza. No doubt it will. Um, sounds like you may still be under uh, some anesthesia there, buddy. But uh, I really appreciate the support, and congratulations on successful surgery, and I'm glad you could wear your shirt. That's awesome. Go Pack Go. Soder's here, a stalwart Care of the G Club member. What's up, Soder? I was talking with a coworker about the tight ends. Uh, mentioned Paul Kaufman. He had no idea who that was because he had not been born. It was just yesterday. Soder, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, buddy. I, I, I don't know, what, you know how to break this to you, but we are old. We are old. Man, I grew up idolizing Paul Kaufman. I remember pretending to be Paul Kaufman in, in the park with my buddies. That was a long time ago. Raji Rule, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Uh, bought flight ticket to Vegas for the Monday Night Football game. Go Pack Go. Fantastic. Man, that, that is going to be a fantastic weekend. If you're a Packers fan you're going to Vegas, you're going to have a ball. That is going to be a good time. Now, hopefully, the Packers take care of business the way they didn't in London. Because that is going to be an event-type game. And I just want the Packers to show up the way Packers fans undoubtedly will. Much like Raji Rule here. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, what else we got? Callum, that's an interesting question. Who will be the fastest offensive lineman this year? I'm going to give Zach Tom. I'll, I'll say... I'll say Zach Tom. How's that? Uh, love the Ryan Redemption story. Add Brenton Cox to that list, too. I, I'm fascinated to see how much he plays tomorrow night and what he does with that opportunity. Because with Brenton Cox, I really like the idea of him causing problems and being a, a contributing factor to their pass rush this year. Just haven't seen a ton out of him yet. And now, a lot of that is because I'm usually watching the ones and he's working with the twos and threes, so I'm not really seeing a ton of him. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful because, like you said, the young man's had quite the twists and turns in his journey so far, and hopefully uh, landing here in Green Bay will give him an opportunity to get you know his career off on the right foot, so to speak, 
while here in Green Bay, focusing on ball and just kicking ass and taking names for the Green Bay Packers. And hopefully that starts tomorrow night. Uh, does Tom start at center over Myers? Way too early to say. Um, their battle will definitely play out over the course of the next kind of four moments that the Packers are on the football field, whether it's tomorrow night. I do think we'll see Zach and Josh play tomorrow night, um, or whether it's the joint practices against the Patriots or the preseason game against the Patriots. Those are the four times where these guys are going to be able to make their case, right? And after that, it's probably going to be time to start solidifying things, and that's when that determination will most likely happen. Maybe it happens before then, but I think the coaches will give these guys every opportunity to win a job, right? Um, if I had to guess right now, I think they'd probably stick with Josh. But you guys know, if you've been watching me all offseason, you know I'm pulling for Zach to get that gig. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Lucas, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Manning sound like main difference – in becoming a legend is having a freakish level of commitment to preparation and coaching. Love seem like that? It, I do. I always appreciate these questions, but, man, it's impossible to say. I have no, no idea. I have no clue what any of these guys do outside of uh, working hours and even during working hours. He could be at home in his hot tub looking at his iPad a million hours a day, for all I know. Or he could be completely disregarding it and going Johnny Manziel's style 0.0, you know? It's always difficult, and it's always, I think, somewhat dangerous to try to discern those types of things. Like, yes, Peyton, clearly uh, a legend, all the work he did, etc. A lot of guys do, maybe not that level of work, maybe not at that exact kind of fervency, but all these guys are putting in work and doing a lot of work to stick around in the NFL for any length of time. You don't just get by on ability. Not when you get here. It doesn't happen. Um, now, are they obsessive about it like Peyton was? Are they complete? does it take over their life? Maybe. But maybe that's an unhealthy thing for some guys. Everybody learns different. Everybody works different. I don't think there's one cookie cutter, this is what it is, and you've got to do that to be great. Guys are great in different ways. People are great in different ways. So, again, I just think it's... I don't know, maybe, I don't think it's, I guess dangerous is probably a bad word, but I just don't think it's smart to try and pigeonhole people like that. That's just, that is just my opinion. And it's my channel, I got the mic so I can say it. But, yeah, I don't know. Does, does Jordan seem like that? I, I think Jordan takes it seriously. You know, it's everything I've seen, he seems like a total pro. You know, but how obsessive he is about it, it's impossible to say, at least for me. Is Banky at Stadium View tomorrow? No. Uh, Banky is too busy. Um, he is actually busy with uh, a monster project that he's trying to get done uh, prior to next week. So um, I asked him if he wanted to come, and he he will send his regards, but he is going to be busy doing uh, a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Love reminds me of a young Vince Young, the way he throws the ball. I could see that his, his rookie year, but I don't see it now. Um, I get what you're saying, though, that elongated throwing style. The motion, the way it was, again, his, when he first got to the league, I definitely see that comparison. But now, I think he's done a pretty good job of shortening that and getting – he's never going to have a Rodgers release. We know this. He's never going to be that quick. But um, it's definitely shortened and quicker than it was three years ago. Of that, there's zero doubt. Mimsy, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Met Sitton, uh, a guy who played along on a flight, or a guy who played – 
along. Uh, from MSP said, sup, Josh, go pack, go. Gave a fist bump and headed back to coach. Three months later, cut. <laughs> and then he was with the Bears. So it's you, Mimsy. You did it. Callum, say hi to Corey for me, from me. He's great. I will. I, I most certainly will. Alex, Alex getting all smug in here. Did I miss the Ticket King ad? Alex, I can do it again if you really want to see it. I'll do it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Matt, I was at the 96 championship game versus Carolina. I'm old, too. Oh, that must have been brilliant. It also must have been cold. <laughs> but that, I'm sure that was awesome. Remember when you asked Ted about sitting? Oh, Matt. Yeah, classic. That's my second favorite kind of media question I got to ask Ted. Uh, the other, other one was about free agency or their lack of activity in it. But, yeah, the Ted thing was hilarious. Uh, the sitting thing was hilarious because they cut Ted literally right after – or they cut sitting right after they, Ted had had his final availability for training camp. And as you guys remember, Ted never did stuff in season, ever. So we didn't get to talk to Ted until the following year at, uh, at the Combine. So I asked him, like, well, what went behind the decision to cut sitting? And he was like, who? He was, uh, he was not happy, I asked. But, hey, you know, hey, you're the general manager. It's a move you made. You've got, you got to explain yourself. You've got to talk as the general manager of the team, quote, owned by the fans. It's part of the gig. And I thought it needed to be asked. And I didn't really get an answer. But uh, it was fun times. I love Ted. You guys know. I'm a big Ted fan. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh, 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 u